questions that nobody answers. Hi Shreyas, why were you buying so many fruits? Going on a diet or something? Well, when you called me last night, I suddenly felt like buying some. So, here they are. At 12 a.m.? Yeah, I've got a lot more at home. More flavors, bigger sizes, and they last a lot longer than these. You're talking about Kama Sutra, aren't you? <laughs> you know me so well. Wasn't hard to guess. We've only been using them since we got back from Vegas. Speaking of getting back, don't we have an episode to record? Oh, right. Hello and welcome back to the Q&A podcast powered by Kama Sutra. I'm your host, Prashad, and with my co-host, Shreyas. And today's episode will be focused on sexual wellness and hygiene. And to answer these questions, we have Dr. Anjali Kumar, who is an MBBS, MD, FICMCH, FMAS Director of the Gynae Clinic, Gurgaon, Director of Obstetrics and Gynecology of CK Birla Hospital, Gurgaon, and the founder of Maitri, a YouTube channel on women's health. I honestly can't believe how many questions people have sent in about this topic. I know, right? But let's take it one question at a time. Perfect. Are contraceptives like condoms and pills effective? So from a long-term perspective, do these contraceptive pills have any side effects? So first, I assume that probably uh, we are talking about the oral contraceptive uh, drugs or most commonly known as birth control pills. So uh, number one, uh, birth control pills are by and large very, very safe provided you have taken them. after a consultation with a proper gynecologist and uh, these uh, pills have actually uh, been used by millions of women now across the globe and the best part is that these birth, uh, birth control pills have actually given the control of contraception in the hands of women which is so very wonderful which means a woman doesn't have to be now dependent upon the Uh, partner for the contraception so it's really wonderful uh by and large these are very very low dosage uh drugs and they have very minor side effects like nausea headache vomiting little bit of breast tenderness but in case they are taken over a very long time or in case they are taken by a high risk group which means for example someone who's uh, diabetic or hypertensive or who's obese or who's a smoker or maybe who has a history of some liver problems or gallstones then probably yes they can cause some problems but i would suggest that in case you are planning to go on a birth control pill it would be a very good idea to meet a gynecologist first though, so that they can prescribe you what is best for you I've always wondered about this question and I'm so glad that you cleared it out for me. That was quite insightful. Yes, but I was wondering contraceptives aren't the only thing that throw our body off balance. There are other conditions and disorders that we might need to be aware of. You're right. In fact, someone asked a question about this too. I've heard about this disorder called PCOD, but I don't really know what it is. 
I've always wondered how risky can PCOD be and um, what really causes it to happen. What probably everyone wants to know these days, so it is about polycystic ovarian disease or polycystic ovarian syndrome. So I tell this to everyone, this is a modern gynecological epidemic, which means that this is something which happens strangely to modern urban women and this is something which was not seen probably 20 years back and even today it is not really seen in the lower strata of society so as the name suggests PCOS or PCOD is something wherein the ovary is studded with very tiny small small cysts and these cysts they produce abnormal hormones leading to irregular periods, weight gain and uh, maybe acne, body hair and scalp hair loss and uh, it's so amazing to know that today practically one in five women are suffering from some kind of manifestation of PCOD. So, uh, like I said, this is entirely a lifestyle disorder. This happens to modern urban women typically. So, that means there is something which is probably going wrong in the lifestyles of modern women, which needs to be really fixed. So, um, uh, probably this is the wrong diet. Probably this is the lack of exercise and a lot of stress and a lot of worry which is leading to PCOD. But yes, we need to really fix uh, that first before uh, you know any uh, treatment protocol is given. So, uh, all the girls out there, make sure that you are eating healthy. Uh, you have to really learn to relish ghar ka khana. You need to be exercising a lot. You need to be sleeping well. You need to be sleeping at the right timings. And definitely you need to be working on your stress level. I know it is asking too much in the modern lifestyle, but that's how it is. Uh, I always tell this to people that body is actually uh, not a very high maintenance machine which means that you don't have to really do something very drastic to make sure that your body is working well but if you just take care of these small small things the PCOD by and large can be managed well but yes and of course in case the symptoms are really bad definitely a gynecological help can be sought and a lot can be done to make you feel better quite a different angle on this topic I found that really intriguing. People often talk about stress and hectic work schedules, but this was a really fresh perspective. Along with the benefits, it's also important to maintain hygiene. Let's get to the next questions. Are there like any tips to maintain sexual hygiene? Um, okay, so what exactly causes UTI? Um, can you like prevent a UTI? Is it safe and healthy for women to use intimate washes? Okay, then let's talk about the UTIs. So, UTI uh, medically means urinary tract infection. So, typically, uh, the woman may have symptoms of uh, burning when she passes urine. Uh, you feel like passing urine frequently, 
sometimes there could be blood in the urine sometimes uh, you may have pain in the lower abdomen there could be fever also so uh, uti typically in a young woman happens uh, post sexual contact typically uh, there could be many other reasons of uti otherwise also somebody uh, you know who has probably some kind of stones uh, in the kidney or in the bladder somebody who's a diabetic also may have frequent uti but in a young woman uh, who is uh, typically sexually active the uh, most common cause of uti is a sexual activity so much so there is actually a term called honeymoon cystitis which means that typically after the marriage or maybe the onset of the sexual activity the utis tend to become more common so what is it which can be done to prevent the uti so number 1 is that definitely you need to be taking care of the sexual hygiene and you should be drinking lot of water now when i say that you should be taking care of the sexual hygiene is number 1 most important is that uh you know uh, always use a uh, barrier protection which means that you should be using a condom make sure that you are involved in a monogamous relationship it's not a very good idea to have multiple sexual partners and uh, um, it's uh, not a very good idea to again engage in an unnatural sex so uh make sure that you're taking care of all those things and in case you get any of these symptoms it's very important to seek medical help as soon as possible before the infections become too much okay uh then the next thing is uh, which most of the people actually ask me is that do we really need an intimate wash or a vaginal wash or an intimate or a vulval wash or a feminine wash so the answer medically is no so uh um, you know i always tell this to people that 20 years back your mother or mother-in-law never used vaginal wash and somehow they never suffered from frequent vaginal infections so uh, all these companies actually claim that uh, when you use these uh, intimate washes it tends to maintain the vaginal ph now i want to tell you certain medical facts that uh, vagina is a self cleaning organ which means that uh, vagina is able to keep itself healthy on its own without any external uh, requirement so in vagina there is a bacteria which is called lactobacillus which is normally present it produces lactic acid which maintains the vaginal ph as acidic which does not normally let the bad bacteria or the fungi to grow inside the vagina so it's a natural defense mechanism of the body you really do not need to apply anything there to keep it healthy so what you need to do is that you just need to keep that area dry and clean make sure that whenever you are bathing yourself you just wash that area with a very mild chemical free soap just once a day is enough you don't even have to wash that area again and again with water or you don't have to dab that area dry when you pass urine make sure that you're always wearing cotton undergarments make sure that you're not wearing uh 
uh, you know, very tight undergarments or maybe tight clothings and you're just generally keeping that area dry and clean. So what actually matters is to maintain a simple good genital hygiene and a good sexual hygiene rather than using a vaginal wash or an intimate wash probably you know they just make you feel little fresh uh, that's about it but otherwise medically you really do not need an intimate wash wow that is some great insight on this topic yes true intimate washes are always shown to solve all our problems what sort of problems well i'm just going to let the youngsters ask this question for me what causes vaginal odor is it uh, something i should be worried about it true that consuming certain fruits could make your vagina smell better hmm so a lot of women actually come to me saying that they are suffering from white discharge now most of these women are actually not suffering from any problem so a little bit of vaginal discharge is absolutely normal so a normal vaginal discharge actually varies according to the days of the cycle which means immediately post your periods have finished the vaginal discharge is actually little less and as you are going towards the middle of the cycle the vaginal discharge now starts becoming very thin and watery so much so by the middle of the cycle the discharge is so much so that your undergarments may actually turn wet and uh, this kind of phenomena actually happens to facilitate the entry of the sperm in the mid cycle because the nature wants a woman to conceive mid cycle uh so much so that the vaginal discharge is so thin that the consistency of the vaginal discharge at mid cycle is something like the egg white which means if you take it it, it in between your two fingers you can actually stretch it right so uh, after the after the mid cycle the discharge now starts to come down and just before the menstrual periods the discharge is again little more now this is very very normal it does not need to be treated only if the discharge is little itchy or it is foul smelly something like a fishy odor or it is reddish or greenish or uh, yellowish in color or it is frothy then probably it means that there is some kind of infection but a normal mucoid little whitish discharge which varies according to the days of the cycle is perfectly fine you don't need a medical treatment for this Dad, ma'am, could clear the air about this topic. I'm learning new things every day. I feel like a wise old owl. Remind me to take you to the hospital after this episode. Hospital? Why? To get you checked. Oh, what do you want to check? Isn't it necessary? Okay, hold that thought. I have somebody who has the same question as you do. Um is there a right time to start going to a gynecologist? How important is it to get yourself checked before and after having sex? 
okay so uh next is when should you start visiting a gynecologist so actually everyone dreads going to a gynecologist this is not a visit which everyone looks forward to but it's a very good idea to visit a gynecologist at least for the first time when you're actually uh thinking of uh getting into a sexual activity or you're getting married or uh, maybe uh, when a girl is young and she started her periods and uh, that's also a good idea when a mother should actually get her daughter too but uh, definitely when you're actually thinking of uh, starting your sexual life it is a good idea to meet a gynecologist so that you can understand uh your contraceptive options you can uh you know understand about the uh, how to take care of the genital hygiene you understand about the sexual hygiene so that's a good time and uh, after that it's a good idea to be visiting a gynecologist every year there is a test called pap smear which you all must get it done from the time you become uh, sexually active it is done from 21 years of age onwards and every 3 years thereafter so um, yeah thank you ma'am oh now i definitely need to go and get myself checked oh yeah and me too and maybe later i can get you some mango oh my god shreyas I know you like Kama Sutra but don't you think we have enough already If you would let me complete I was talking about ice cream prasha Oh uh, okay then <laughs> God you're so cute even when you're being awkward All right guys until later stay tuned for more episodes only on questions that nobody answers sponsored by Kama Sutra Kama Sutra Questions that nobody answers